We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Sir Carlo Dallas, and with me today on Dwayne Wade's final game, producer co-founder Brian Goins. What's up? We have our professional screw-up, Alex Toledo, who was also at last night's home game. Yo. And we have our statistician and Photoshopper, Christian Hernandez, also at the game last night, rocking D-Wade shirt. I love you, Dwayne. I love Dwayne so much. Devin Booker's talking to him. Get out of his face, Devin. Nobody wants you here. Don't ruin this. Get out of here. Um, I I thought I thought for sure we were headed for the for the one for fifteen game uh, when it was early on, and uh, I'm very happy that that's not what happened. Triple double right. on his last game through three quarters. Come on, man. I'm surprised he played more than one quarter. I, I think we that heard we wait wait we did hear that he was not going to play more than one quarter. We had on very good information, and that good information <laughs> that information was bad. I was I had I had not heard well, Eric Reed said it in the first quarter. Yeah. We could just say who our information was from. It was Eric Reed. <laughs> I mean that's ridiculous though. I was, I remember at the end of the first, I kept seeing all these tweets, especially like, I saw Ethan fire off like one or two. Um, you know, basically implying that he might be done. And I was just like, you got to be kidding me. I was like, he, he's on his way to a triple-double. He can't stop playing now. You called that in the first quarter. You were I like, am. he's on pace. I have eyeballs. Yeah, I know how to count. One, two, three, four, five. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're the holy one. You're like, let's go. You thought us too. You thought us was like early. You thought us was uh, uh, anchoring the heat offense for that first quarter. Yeah. Which the was amazing. Huh? The dribble handoffs and the such. The dribble hat, dude. The pick and roll. I mean, I don't even know. Brand. 
I don't know where to start with tonight. It was, I think, I think tonight was a bit of a culmination of everything that this season has been. It's like, I didn't expect him to get this kind of love everywhere. I mean, right now the Brooklyn fans are still going crazy for Shout him. Shout out to Brooklyn, man. Yeah, Brooklyn brought it, dude. Shout out to Brooklyn. Yo, Shout they brought to- out the freaking Paul Pierce sucks chance. He played him. there. Yeah, honorary Heat Twitter. He played in the playoffs. There. They traded three first round picks for him. They <laughs> traded like a like a half a decade of their future. I know Jaylen that Brown, we were Jason stacking Tatum. the deck. I know that, but damn. <laughs> well, technically, two of them were swats, but still, it counts. I mean, look great. at look at look at the scene here. I mean, there's people hanging like like almost coming off of their seats trying to get Dwayne to sign their jerseys. Who's that guy with a Bulls jersey? Get that shit out of there, Dwayne! Don't sign that. Dwayne's about to sign it. No, Dwayne, don't do it. Dwayne skipped it. Dwayne skipped the Bulls jersey. Oh, he signed the other Bulls jersey. Damn, <laughs> damn, yo, he he skipped the Bulls jersey. Somebody had a Bulls jersey. Nah, not signing Somebody that. Somebody wearing a Cavs jersey last night where I was. At. Yo, I saw that. Did you, I saw that guy too? Oh, yeah, I forgot you were sitting by me. Dad. Yeah, man. It wasn't you bad. beat him up? Number nine Cavs jersey. I was trying to take a picture of him. I was like, dude, sit down. Get out of here. You're just the disrespect. It was ugly, too. It was like a beat-down jersey. <laughs> it was horrible. It looked fake. Um, <laughs> dude, I, I don't even know. I mean, between these last two games, what did he have? 25 tonight. He had 55 points his last two games, a triple-double in one of them. I can't I, – I, I think that's his excellence. I mean, when – I, the kind of the propagated uh, narrative around Dwayne is whenever it counts is when he does it. Um, and in the biggest moment, one of the biggest moments of his career, like I'll never forget Alex, Chris, you were there last night. I'm never going to forget that. Oh, definitely not. No, definitely not. Yeah. And I'm not going to forget this. I'm not going to forget Udonis hitting the triple double shot. The one that gave him the 10th assist. You can't the, write that. The greatest moment in franchise history. It might be, I, I, dude. Non in the non-championship, non-championship okay. division. Okay, okay. Like single moment. Yes, like. I think it's kind of cool because it's it's their relationship in a nutshell. It's like Udonis has always been like Dwayne's always been the focus, and Udonis has always been the support. And the best part about that was when Wade passed it back to UD, he was going the other way with his arm up. Cause he's like, this is good. He knew yeah, it was good. And it, it's just like, so nice to see, because like, obviously UD has had this role for so long now where it's not really a role. He just is at the end of the bench and he's essentially more of a coach. So it's just nice to see that he can still contribute in a meaningful way. Like, and he's, he hit, he's I mean, always said he could. Him the whole time. <laughs> all, we called him a liar. How dare we? <laughs> you still have some of the tank. Yeah. Don't ask that guy. So what happened, Alex? Spall apparently thinks so too. <laughs> Spoh started his ass. Spoh said trade Hassan so we can play UD more. Dude, that's Hassan a play sing- Wait, did Hassan play a single minute? DMP coach's decision. He's like, you want to opt out? Wow. <laughs> Watch me. We need to turn around the narrative on Spo. Yo, let me tell you something. Last couple games. I got to say something. Light years. Spo Hassan said today, uh, I think Ira Winterburn was the first who reported it, or Anthony. Well, somebody reported it. I don't know. It was Ira. It was Ira. I, I thought it was Ira. Um that Hassan said that he might not opt in to his giant $25 million option. 27. 27, because he Honestly. wants to play. 
he might he might get a nice deal out there from a team like the Lakers. Oh, he would be great with LeBron though. I mean, he'd be amazing. He has great hands. Um, the Magic's yeah, not there anymore. Plenty of teams that could use somebody like him. So Magic's like, not there anymore, man. Spolstra sees that. Spolstra sees that headline, and he goes, "Oh, watch me! You want playing time? Watch this." Dear, yeah, kind of. I, I want I want Whiteside to be in the Lakers, and that pretty much guarantees that Spill won't be coaching for him. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no. And Pat won't go there either. So Rodney Magruder experiences tonight how as uh, Duncan Robinson plays over thirty minutes. Oh my God! Duncan Robinson played thirty-six oh. minutes. Wow! Duncan Robinson was up to like the whole damn game. Rodney's like, those are those are my minutes. So what do you guys think about him, Duncan Robinson? Yeah, he's probably gonna be Udonis role next year. Thirty-six minutes, Dwayne. Dwayne, <laughs> he's a good kid. No, don't. I mean, he's a good kid. He probably was the best dressed in that lineup photo, by the way. No way. Yes, no he, way. You, you no. Know, you know Justice. who was really well dressed. Bam. The, no. Dion looked great. He here. had matching shoes for that jacket. Like, looked he looked complete. He was very well dressed. You, 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 is, is 17 field goal attempts for UD a career high? That feels like a career high. That would be – no, he's definitely taken more than 17. 17's a lot, man. Got some double overtime. How many threes did he take? He took um, – uh, uh, I'm going I'm to look this up. Because that's oh for six. That's a fun one. Dog wishes he could have taken six three pointers today. Dwayne was three for thirteen from three. Like dog, it was Kobe esque. Twenty three percent. It's weird that Spo didn't play Hassan this game because this is the one game where it fit Hassan's pace very well. We're all just kind of jogging around the floor, eating shit. He's own. He's own. And he's a he's a giant lob target. I mean, Bam didn't play a lot either. Bam only played 18 minutes. I mean, they just really rolled with there with Udonis and Kelly. You got some highlights out of this game too, man. Yo, that, DJ, DJ uh, J missed a few. DJ J missed a lot of dunks. I realized that today. He broke his hand. He's a he's a dunk misser. He broke his hand. Like twice. Uh, did anyone cry? I cried at the end. I cried yesterday's game not today yeah i cried yesterday so um, i was i was i was pretty much enjoying this game even though they were getting destroyed it was fun i didn't even care about the score i mean when they brought it to 10 i was like a w i mean i wanted them i wanted them to win but if they were to win i needed charlotte to also win so that they could stay 10th place for the pick that's they're not they're not 10th place in the pick they're 10th they have 10th place in the east we're talking about 10 worst best record because right now they're i think they're still 12. It's like a three-way tie. It's really weird. So right now they're slotted in for and and the way it works picks. is they just they just split the odds. They don't even like pick like depending on if any of those teams make it to the top four on the lottery is when they actually decide who who gets like the tenth, eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth. The lottery's gonna be interesting, huh? You would be people, the expert. A lot of people seem to think that they're not sure what to expect with this lottery. I don't. It's know. gonna be. It's, uh, how have we not gotten to LeBron? We got a LeBron photobomb. We got the classic meme, the LeBron. He brought it back for the culture for one last time, one last photobomb. That, honestly, in a, in a night of incredible memories, in a season of incredible memories, that might be top five. I know. What's nah. the top five? <laughs> I, I think I could do a top five of just tonight. Obviously, number one is, is the, the, the UD jumper to give Dwayne the triple-double. Number two is the guy that had the Wade Jones sign. I mean, that guy, you won. <laughs> Dude, you, you win. That's, um, like a, that's like a running bit, right? 
Yeah, because you know the city councilwoman uh, who introduced Dwayne Wade after the 2006 championship. She said, uh, you know, he's calm, collected, has a will to win because, of course, his name is Wade Jones. <laughs> like, Why do I not remember this? Oh, my God. Levitard plays it all the time. Oh. <laughs> that, they had her on today, actually. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, I, I'm really excited for that. I can't wait. I'm a little behind. Uh, I'm thinking another moment. What about when Gabrielle Union was on the uh, TV when she had the interview with Jax and she was saying that Zion's going to be, no, Zaire is going to be, <laughs> um, that he hopes that he gets drafted by the Heat. And that was, I mean, but I, I think pretty, that they all know that. Don't, that don't they, we all hope that? Like, <laughs> But no one's actually said it. What ovation would he get his first game? <laughs> oh, my be, God. That would be nuts. It would be too much pressure. At least Mike that. Bibby level, right? It'd be. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are in the audience laughing, but we were hyped for Mike Bibby. We were so hyped. We gave Mike Bibby a standing Fox, ovation. Fox Sports panned out to the crowd when he came in again. <laughs> <laughs> like they did tonight the whole night. It was like Mike louder Bibby. than some, some of the moments last night. <laughs> Mike Bibby leading us to the problem. Bro, I was, can we talk about Mike Miller's seats? They couldn't get Mike Miller a better seat? Mike Miller was like sitting like where the commoners sit. What we'll, we'll give? LeBron were so close. I know, dude. I thought LeBron kind of like yo, Mike, you and your wife sit here with you know they're they're rich, you know. They CB three, uh, Mello, LeBron can't like pull together for a ticket, like split it four ways. LeBron left Miami because of Mike Miller not being here. Right, he couldn't sit with him. <laughs> yo, Mickey Ayers is to the bottom of the seat as just like a penance. So <laughs> <laughs> least he could do. to the bottom of the row for. Mike Miller, Joel Anthony, Chalmers, Birdman, and any Rodney other guy that he traded a second round pick with. Rodney Magruder. Josh McRoberts. <laughs> that second round pick hurts. They don't they still don't have a second round pick. Soran Dragic. Shabazz Napier got playing. wait, Shabazz Napier got traded for a second round Zach, pick. Played. Shabazz Shabazz and LeBron being in the same building for this monumental moment was important. Oh my god, I did not even make that connection. <laughs> I mean that like, for those of you who don't remember the heat, unsure if LeBron was gonna stay or not. Finale. When they were unsure if LeBron was gonna stay or not, they drafted Shabazz Napier because LeBron said a lot of nice things about him on Twitter. Damn, tearing us up. Pat Riley's three really after three. huh? Hitting three after three the whole night. Yo, the Sun Sports montage of Dwayne Wade plays is amazing. I love that guy, man. From a bald head to braids. Are you guys surprised he went braids last game? I'm a little surprised. Not I'm used to it now. I yeah. thought the photo op would be. I love it though. I love it. I'm I'm all in on Braid Wade. That was amazing. Christian, did you find an answer to a Udonis Haslam field goal thing? Man, I thought like Basketball Reference had like an easy like finder for this, but it's gonna bring up every time. Like if I search every time somebody shot seventeen field goals, like eight hundred thousand results. I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's a lot of us. <laughs> um, when uh, when he fell yesterday, Alex, that was a. Uh, did it, it honestly didn't register for a second what had happened. And then when he started running to the scores table, I was like, what the hell's going on? And man, that last, I mean, I want to talk a little bit about last night, the home game. I talked a bit about it on my solo show, but obviously that audio was horrible. It was on my phone. Um, <laughs> you, did, wait, you did a solo show. On your yeah, phone. I did a solo. I call, I was harassing Brian. I go, Brian, I'm so I need sorry to, that I retweeted that. I need to, Oh my God. It was, I, I, Brian, did you listen back to how it sounded? 
Didn't sound bad. No, it sounded, yeah, it's, I found your stat, by the way, Chris. Oh, you did? According to statmuse.com, the most amount of field goal attempts that Udonis Haslam's ever attempted in his career was a, was a game back in 2007 against the Detroit Pistons on April 1st. He played 44 minutes in that game. He shot 21 times. Damn, yo. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot of field goals for UD. He went 15-8, and he had five assists in that game. I'm trying to look at the last time that he shot 17 times. Might might be that game. He went seven for twenty one. <laughs> can can we talk? You know, like an under, like slightly self indulgent. Uh, we were there for the first game of this season. Uh, Brian covered the game uh, against the Orlando Magic, and Brass was there for the last one. Brass is in uh, Brooklyn right now, taking pictures, asking questions, collecting quotes. That's a that's a you know. To uh, for Dwayne Wade's final season, I, you know this 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 little podcast that could did pretty well for itself. I think that's I, I was thinking about that earlier. That's pretty cool, man. We should, little I, podcast that could little podcast that could backed by Ethan Skolnick of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Check them out with along with his co-host and co-founder Chris Whittingham, along with our array of shows from the Balls Cast to the Chamber Podcast to Three Yards Per Carry to Fish Tank to all the good stuff all over the network. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Also follow the Miami Heat Beat Instagram page at MIA Heat Beat and also the Twitter page at MIA Heat Beat as well. The, the, the Instagram page is my little personal passion project where I post cool graphics and stats and Twitter is just us uh, as a collective just saying things into the abyss. Um, I have breaking news. What's breaking news? Skip Bayless tweet. What, oh, I love Skip Bayless Dwayne tweets. You ready? Uh, no, but yeah, just give it to me. It was just like LeBron to photo to photo bomb D Wade's final Heat Network TV interview with a big goofy grin. No, LeBron, tonight for once isn't about you. It's about him. He tweeted that my, You know, my mom said the same thing. She was just yelling at him, "Get out of here!" How are the ratings doing? Are they doing okay? The what? The radio. Uh, uh, actually, I, you're right. I don't care. Um, <laughs> hold on. It, it, Udonis Haslam, the last time he shot 17 times in a game was November 14th, 2009. He actually scored 28 points on 20 shots as the Heat won by one against the Nets. Damn. Oh, look at that. Against the Nets. Look at that. You should tweet that, Christian. I should. Yeah. They were the New Jersey Nets, but it's the same. That's the same. Vince Carter was probably there, too. We really um, got Brooklyn and Champ Paul Pierce sucks. I, I can't believe that. He played there, man. He played there. I, I love how the end of this last dance has become just slandering the shit out of Paul Pierce. Dude, and that's honestly, I, I, I've not been enjoying it. Like, I, I started laughing last night when the Paul Pierce sucks champ broke out, but I didn't participate. I laughed a lot. I laughed a lot. I didn't, Don't I didn't wrong. participate either. I feel like I'm media. <laughs> oh, I definitely like, participated. Man, I feel like this is brutal. And like, I feel like the, the show was just setting him up to just be just rammed to death by the internet for a whole week. This he is like for a it, man. now. This but hold on. Wait a second. I'm suddenly more interested in watching NBA Countdown now. Exactly. Whoa. Exactly. Breaking news. Oh, what so, have we got? Carmelo Anthony, Pat Riley hugged it out after the, after the game. There's a picture of it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Pat was there. I didn't know Pat was there. I didn't see Pat. They showed Mickey, not Pat. Pat was reminiscing and all the time. Spo told him, no. Mel to the heat next to his bucket. <laughs> Yo, I can't believe they didn't get Mel for Dwayne. Like, I, they, just, they didn't even get his man, dude. He has so many chances. <laughs> He's so washed that they didn't want him. They were, Yo, supposed to try it out. Udonis Haslam today. They're like, Melo, no thanks. 
Don't you think if they had the space, they would have gotten Carmelo? They were all re- – look what they had to do. They had to literally get rid of a guy the day before the season ended. As cold as cutting Magruder was, it would have been colder if they did that. <laughs> <instead of laughs> <for Mello. laughs> I was you They cut you for tax purposes. Oh, my what? God. This guy's the same build as Zion without the athleticism. I was watching old Bello highlights the other day. I was like, oh, this guy used to be really good. Jab step jumpers over and over and over. Bro, jab steps galore. I I, I actually, I probably play more like Mellow than anybody else because I'm obsessed with the jab step. <laughs> it's like touch my thing. Um, Will Manso uh, just tweeted out saying, Pat Rowley told Dwayne Wade as he hugged him, I want one more contract. Yeah, I was going to say, so do you think that when Zaire comes into the league that Dwayne's going to play one last season? Yo, like, but you see... He should have waited two more years for that. Like a ten-day contract? <laughs> no, like a like a one-year veteran minimum. No, that's not happening. Contract. Do you, think, do you think Pat Matt contract as in front office stuff? No, I, or, or contract like contract. Wasn't there a quote last night after the game about Spo saying, "Oh, he's going to be a part of our operation, but he's going to be living in the West Coast." There was I saw that quote. Yeah, I, I um, I was like, so are they leaving? Are they leaving Zaire like alone or? <laughs> Thought they wanted him to play at UM. I, I doubt. I doubt Dwayne's gonna gonna coach or do anything like that. I, I just uh, maybe maybe later um, when he's kind of removed from the game for a bit. But I think now he's probably gonna enjoy life, enjoy his kids, and you know if he gets bored later, you know. But I, I don't see him as a, just for July, just for recruiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. Like Shane. Um, last night, you the the, the love for Udonis Haslam was amazing like i think that at times that building got louder for ud than Dwayne. i don't know about that no at the end dude especially like when people in my section complaining that ud was taking too many shots what your section could go straight to hell because <laughs> wade was in the game so everybody wanted no, Wade. you do. know what uh, UD kept I'm, dribbling I'm and doing all that awkward stuff i i heard i heard it kind of similarly like whenever the few moments that Udonis had, they were real loud. Few might be generous. No, especially especially when Dwayne said, um, you know, you've protected me a lot. That building got loud. Yeah. Were you cried. Su- he cried, man. Yo, UD was crying. UD, UD, UD was crying. Like, no questions asked. Um, that, I mean, Christian, you, you've been a season school for a long time. I, I don't, I can never recall any, not even for championships, like, the people that stayed there for that. The people that stayed. It's it's about the people and obviously they they were kinda like almost tricking them to get there early. Oh no, they totally but, Miami timed them. Yeah, no, but you but that's what you gotta do with with us. Work. Honestly. I know it's us. Like Cubans. We're the worst. Yep. It's like in it's like ingrained in me. I just can't help but show up late. So like I showed up like an hour and a half early because I figured that should be enough. Did you get a program? No, that's the thing. I always go in through this sneaky little elevator that nobody knows about, and I'm not going to talk about it much more because I don't want people to know about it. But they don't have uh, programs. Passing over this, Brian. <laughs> I think only Alex gets the joke. Why do you? Why do you do that? So which shout section out, did you we're walk? Start taking their stuff too. Shout, shout out! Shout out! Shout out, <laughs> shout out to Jade Hoyd and the basketball butts. Okay, hold on. Should I look more into the fact that? The- did we lose Chris? 
Repeat Johnson that. Johnson with six minutes. Say it again. Say it minutes. again. You froze up. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Oh, froze I froze up. up. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. I was just saying that. Like, I'm trying not to look too much into the fact that the the people who played the least tonight were Hassan, who didn't play. James Johnson played seven minutes. I don't remember a single James Johnson minute. D- Dion played eight minutes. Don't remember a single Goran Dion. Goran played eight minutes. It was Goran the kids. It was the kids and and the G leaguers. I'm really mad that that Josh didn't get to play. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously. Do you think the Heat should send Wade to the lottery? Yes. No, they should send me first and then Wade. No, they should save Wade for when his son is in the draft, right? Oh, that'd be that'd, that'd be bad. That would be that would be good. Um, guys, what was your? I mean, I guess. It, it Wait, that's assuming the Heat are in the lottery by then. Uh, that'll be you know, We're gonna get uh, Jimmy Butler. They don't have a pick in the twenty twenty one draft. Twenty twenty two is when he be right. Yo, it'll be twenty twenty two. Yeah. You think if they if the Heat don't have a pick the year that he might declare, you think he might stay an extra year? No. Um, Heat are gonna find a way. Pat always finds a way, right? Watch him be a senior coming out of college. Uh, Guys, these uh, so, last... so somebody at the arena last night told me something interesting, but I was I actually mm. remembered this because, you know, I was a little I was drinking a little last night. But um they said that there was a rumor that the Lakers might be angling for Riley to come be president of basketball. Yeah, Dan Dan was saying that I don't know, man. Does that does, does that sound like something Pat would do? Go to that situation? That's like a when you know. I, I kind of think that he doesn't would he want live to, over there? He lives here. I mean, I mean, think about it. Malibu. Is there a better gig right now? You get still what's supposed to be a storied franchise, and you're following up maybe the worst executive in NBA history. Uh, Billy King's still up there. Billy King is Billy King. Yeah, legend. Billy King Billy. is a legend. Billy, but, <laughs> Billy, no. Billy King traded a half a decade of... How amazing is it that, that Ainge is still going to botch this? They might not make it out of the second round. Now Marcus Smart got hurt. Marcus Smart's not going to play for the first two rounds. That's going to hurt. I mean, I, they'll probably beat Indiana, but, I mean, good luck against Milwaukee. Do we really him. think that Katie and Kyrie are going to the Knicks? No, of course not. Is that That's really what's going to happen? Kind of a little bit divorced from Dwayne Wade, but yeah. Sorry, and, I'm not trying. I'm not no, trying. no, no, no. I, I actually kind of want to like bring a quick topic of conversation about the Hassan stuff. If Hassan opts out, and the Heat suddenly get a little bit of cap space, and if they can convince Goron to opt out and resign for years, you package a pick and send Dion away, no, and then Goran you can't cut, come back. Huh? He, Goran can't come back for the snare of the work. And me and Alex were texting this. Uh, earlier today, well, we, I mean, why, 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 unless you give slot, him like a four-year deal at a low why number, can't, why can't Goran? Why can't Goran opt out and then resign? But in this scenario, Brian, he's talking about trading Dion as well. I'm saying right. you, 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 you give a pick and you give Dion or JJ or whoever, probably Dion, right? You, you get, you give a pick, send Dion out. You, okay, I would rather trade JJ with the pick. Either one, they're like the same contract, I think. Um, you 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 stretch and cut Kelly, and I'm sorry, um, Brian Anderson. I did the white guy thing. Uh, Goran, you uh, you have Hassan's money off, and then Goran, you have Goran's money off, but he's going to resign with bird rights because I think if you opt out, you still have and your bird, rights. bird rights. No, we have to renounce them. So when Otherwise, you opt out, you renounce well, your he, bird he opts out, If he opts out, his cap hold is uh, fifteen or twenty percent his last year in his salary. So currently, he'd be. 
uh, probably 23, 24 million cap hold if we kept him. Obviously, it would be done to not him. renounce. So then they, they really can't create a max slot. Yeah, they, they, would ha- they would have to renounce him, just not resign him, unless he wants to sign for the mid level after. Yeah, but then you'd have to. Then you. That's what I'm saying. Then you'd have. Okay, that could work. So then you give him the mid level. So then you that that creates one max slot because they're like super over the. Are you talking cap. about Hassan or Goran? Well, Hassan, well, in this scenario, Hassan's out. Hassan opted okay, out. Okay, okay, okay. I, I'm saying for Goran to opt out and then sign with the mid level. So if Hassan opts yeah. out, you have Goran. I guess technically he'd be out. You're just going over to cap afterwards. Yeah, you you sign him. And then you traded Dion. That's ten million. And then you you cut and stretch um, Ryan Anderson. That's an extra ten million. That's a five million cat hit for three years. Yeah. You would try to try to trade Ryan Anderson if you could for cap space, but. I think they'd still be short a second max slot by, by about ten million. So you would have to try to get rid of either one of the kids, or you have to try to get rid of Kelly or JJ. I mean, look, you, there's, yeah, kids. You, there's you think no way they can get two max slots? Would they? Yeah, hold on, wait a second. They would have to trade multiple picks. I'm that's asking that would happen gradually. I think it would be I, one year. They, they, I, I, that's why I think they, they might try to angle for that first max slot this summer. But, but I'm saying, but. What about giving Kelly and Anderson, right? So you're giving somebody a massive expiring deal, right? So like a team like the Sacramento Kings, right? So you give them a big man who could play alongside Bagley um, in Kelly, right? And then you give Especially them... Right? Expect to let Willie uh, Cauley-Slan walk. Exactly, right? So then you, you get another big and they're actually trying to like be good. You give them Ryan Anderson so they can have a massive expiring contract. They already have Harrison Barnes, who I think they want to resign anyway. But... That's like a team that I could see maybe working, because uh, they're gonna want the they're gonna want the salary relief. They also like Dion back in the day. They they, they used to always be in rumors for him. Yeah, but I don't ago. I don't think now they're gonna want to take the ball out of um, Fox's hands. I feel you. I feel like that's not the move. But yeah, so that, that's just kind of like fun accounting. Uh, but uh, but we're running out of show. But guys, I kind of want to talk to you. Um, we're, we're here at the end, man. This is. Tonight was the last time we were going to watch Dwayne Wade play professional basketball. And I thought, I thought Bomani Jones said it best on, his, uh, on, on High Noon with Pablo. And when he said, if you think Miami is not a sports town, ask someone about Dwayne Wade. Uh, and that, that arena last night and how everyone was on Twitter and everybody I talked to today, uh, tonight something really special ended in a way. Like, he is so beloved here. In a way, it, like Dan Marino's freaking tweeting to him, Miami's yours, dude. You're the goat. Uh, like we're this is. I don't think we're ever gonna see anything like this again. And and for it to end with a triple double, uh, Udonis hitting like the the triple double jumper for him. Um, man, I, I don't know where that ranks in moments of the season, but that has to be number one or number two. Probably the Golden State game winners, the the one, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's forever. That's that's on that that's on the that's on the moment shirt. And and then last night, I don't know. I can't even I can't even pick a favorite moment between the two nights. I don't know if you guys have any nominees. Desire commercial when they first played it in the arena. That was hype. hype. Then they got everybody. That was the one place where I oh, I did I did not cry at the arena last night, but that was the one place where I got really teary eyed when the Zaire thing came up. You know when I randomly cried when Gabrielle I told you after the game when Gabrielle Union 
uh, was telling everyone, you know, like he gave me his heart, but he also gave you guys a little piece of his heart. And like I, that really got me because I felt that. Yeah, that was nice. I felt that. Chris, what was your favorite part of the last two nights? Uh, favorite part. At the beginning, they had these giant blow-up heads with Dwayne making different faces. And he's yep. had some pretty good faces through the years. So those were fun, just watching them throughout the crowd. But it was just, yeah, it was everything. It was everybody being there, like, on time for, like, all the videos that they played before. Like, it was a big party. It was... It felt Miami. It really was. It was like... It was a. It was nice though. I was screaming a lot. It was a very cathartic experience because it's it was like a funeral, but it was like happy party funeral. It was like putting the fun in funeral because <laughs> you're honoring someone's life, but no one's actually dead. It's That's all the going. best parts of a funeral, but without the death, except with alcohol and celebration. Yeah, exactly. And Dwayne dropping thirty in a huge win, which was awesome. Everybody was playing well. Justice was playing well. Bam was playing great. Justice better season, dude. Oof, he was yeah. awesome against Philly. He was about that action. Uh, at the end of that game, like the last five minutes, nobody was sitting. We were all standing. That made it feel awesome. That made it feel like we were like all yelling, screaming. He was hitting threes. Everyone was just screaming at the top of their lungs. I was yelling. I don't know. God knows. I was yelling nonsense. Mm-hmm. All night, it was incredible. Um, Brian, do you have a do you have a favorite part? It has to be just the ending of him saying, "You know, Wade County, I love you." That was when I basically oh, just actually, sobbed. I sobbed in yeah. tears after he did that. <laughs> I, I just realized what was my favorite part when he fell. Honestly, I was cracking up. Like, I mean, obviously, once I knew he was okay, but that was hilarious. Like. He had the perfect night, and then he just kind of tripped up as he was jumping on the on the bastion there. Like that was that, that was, was funny to me. It was almost perfect, and like I love how he played it off. He's like, "That's tragic. It's tragic." I- I'm still shocked that he did the braids to end the, to end the year. It works, man. I like it. Yeah. I like how braids have made a comeback in the NBA. Like a lot of guys, a lot of guys are rocking the braids, and I, I'm about that. I like that. As long as we don't see Jermaine O'Neal anywhere anytime soon. Jo didn't have braids down here though. Yeah, but then again, Dwayne could pull off anything, man. Didn't he win like Sexiest Man Alive at one point or he something is, like man. that? In my heart, he's Sexiest Man Alive every year. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm just like I'm looking at the box score with a giant smile. Udonis Haslam, 12 points, 11 rebounds. Dwayne Wade, 25, 11, and 10. Wow, UD got a double-double? UD got a double-double. Yo, Justice in the suit on TV, dog. Justice in the star suit. Justice better. It's my guy. I love him, man. He's he's the new face, man. He's it. Alex, that, that picture you sent in the group chat of Kelly Olenek and that team picture was just magical. Oh, my God. It just screamed British. I don't know. <laughs> it screams Kelly, man. You know... Was was Dwayne was Dwayne uh what was this plus minus tonight? Was he actually a plus? The plus of my heart. He's minus oh, do you wanna know what Dwayne was? Minus seventeen. Ouch. <laughs> that reminds me when the Golden State game when he hit the game winner, we ended the show with you saying he was minus three. <laughs> That's the Dwayne Wade special, man. Um I don't even care that they lost. Did you care that they lost? I, I, I stopped caring. Like, once the league got to the 10, I was like, yeah, who cares? It would have been cool if they came back. I think it's better, right? Or did it, did it help us in the tank? 
Athon standings? I think Charlotte won, right? Yeah, we're, twel- we're 12th now. Shark loss. Who so lost? It didn't help at all. I mean, actually it actually tanked. Oh, it helped. We're, we're 12th. We were 13th yesterday. Wow. The magic. Bo really towing the line. He actually tanked. He Third tanked for one game. We get the first pick. We're back. back so what side. are the odds at 12? What are the odds for, for, for number one? Uh, odds for number one is 2%. Mm. If it was three percent, I would have believed. One point three percent. One point three percent. Wasn't those the same odds that the Chicago had for number one? We need Sacramento to win tonight. Why? That way, it's only a two-way tie instead of a three-way tie, so we don't split in more odds. Can you imagine Injured. if we added Zion to this? Can we just like fantasize for like a minute? Justice Zion, J. Rich, the lobs. We would be Jones. The new lob city. <laughs> DJJ, Zion, and Bam just running around, just harassing the rim. They have to have a replacement rim on deck for every game. The, the, heat, are, the heat are weirdly unathletic. Mm. Like, other than DJJ, who's, like, super springy athletic that you trust Bam. to make plays? Okay, Bam. UD. <laughs> Saw what he was doing last night. Missing layups. Unlocking the part of his game where he brings the ball up the floor. And <laughs> Yo, point you Udine. I don't know if you're serious. <laughs> I love point UD. Point Udonis Haslam yeah, was. was. Point Udonis Haslam was. I was about that life. Man, seeing LeBron talk to Jax. Man, that brought back memories. I, I, I really. It hit me how much I missed him. He looks so happy. That's probably the happiest postgame interview I've ever seen LeBron give. Oh, the post-game interview. Oh, I didn't see that. I mean, no, no, the, just the, the whatever, when Jax talked to him. Oh, yeah, like during the break? Yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, he, he looked he looked like he was having a good night. First vacation in a long time. Early vacation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? I, I would be taking it easy, too. LeBron's never had this much PTO before. You're listening to the Five Reason Sports Network. We've created a menu of intelligent and entertaining content on demand for commutes, workouts, and more. And by now, you're already familiar with the 15 different podcasts in our network. Today, we are proud to announce the premiere of our brand new website, 5 On it, you'll find columns from more than a dozen of our hosts, many who are professional writers in the market. Watch original videos from shows like Miami Heat Beat and Balls Cast. Browse our full merchandise shop. And unlike other outlets in the area, there's no paywall. Everything is absolutely free. All of this from a network that's credentialed from all five major sports teams in South Florida. Oh yeah, did we mention that it's free? We're by Miami for Miami. We're sports on your schedule. We're Miami Sports On Demand. We're the Five Reason Sports Network. Go to FiveReasonSports.com today. Mr. Tinsley. What's going on? Welcome to the program, sir. Thank you so much for coming on. Hey, thank you all for having me on. No, yeah, we, I mean, we had to have you on because we had to ask you. Uh, by the way, this is Justin Tinsley from The Undefeated. Uh, we had to ask you, why the hell did you quote Alf in a story that you wrote? I mean, that's what we needed to get, that's what we needed to, get to the bottom to. Hey, look, man, he came highly recommended uh, from a very close friend of mine. And I'll be honest with you, he didn't disappoint. 
He didn't disappoint. That's the first time someone's told that to him, so I'm, I'm sure that he's very appreciative. <laughs> um, so, I'm, I'm sure he's, sure he's going to be pissed when he hears that. <laughs> oh, he's going to be furious. He's, he's going to kill me. I love you, Alf. Um, Justin wrote a story, a trio of legendary nights with Dwayne Wade as he says goodbye to the NBA. Um, and it, it was a great piece. And, and thank you again, Justin, for joining us. Um, like tonight, in terms, you know, you you wrote about about his one last dance. Like, how do you how do you look at tonight in terms of what the hell went on this season? Well, I, you know, it, honestly, with, with the Heat being out of the playoffs, it really didn't matter if they won or lost. Obviously, I'm sure it's competitive players. They 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 want to win every game, but you know, them not winning tonight, but D Wade going out with a triple double with you know, obviously three of his best friends courtside. I don't think he could have, especially after playing 36 minutes, after taking that tumble trying to jump on the uh, scores <laughs> table last night. Uh, I, I, I don't think you probably, other than getting a win, I don't think you could have written a better script for him to go out on. And like I, you know, I, I've said before, I, I, I think I, I thought that D Wade's one last dance was the best storyline of the entire season. I would have put Dirk right there with him, but I didn't know Dirk was officially retiring until last night. That's, so, that's what he did make it official. Um, yeah, and and again, this is no no shade to Dirk Nowitzki at all. One of my favorite players of all time, but just in terms of of D Wade, I, I really enjoyed the way that he really genuinely appreciated every you know, opposing floor, the, the, the reception they gave him and just, you know, his willingness to be embraced. Because I know when I talked to him initially, he, he was kind of hesitant about doing something like yeah. that. He didn't want the attention to be on him. But, you know, it, look, when you're an all-time great player, I, I think you deserve to, to go out like that. Obviously, you want to go out with a championship uh, in the best-case scenario. But I, I don't think D-Wade sends a championship. I don't think D-Wade could have written – a better script for him this season than the one he just completed tonight. I know that you you mentioned that he was hesitant. Like I, I was really surprised as somebody who's grown up in Miami, I guess we, we're kind of insulated. So we think, you know, we understand that we love Dwayne, but you know, uh, understanding that the national perspective is probably not our like hyper love for him. I've been, I was really surprised this season everything that he's gotten. I mean, getting cheered in Boston of all places in, in New York yeah. and, you know, like that's, I don't know if that surprised you. I've been surprised at the love he's gotten like to this degree. Uh, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Boston shot me, I'm you know, I, 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 yeah, I, I mean, Boston doesn't cheer anybody that doesn't play for Celtics. And then when you take into account the wars that, that the heat and the Celtics have had over the years. And then when you take into account the Rajon Rondo elbow incident, you know, I, I didn't think that city would ever cheer him. But I think at the end of the day, and it was part of the, the emphasis for me doing this piece to begin with, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a D-Wade fan. Obviously, of course, I did the story. I, I loved everything he's represented in his career. Uh, I think when you – I think for the, the – I read this great quote uh, while I was doing the research for the story. And for the life of me, I can't remember who said it. So I'm not taking credit for this quote. <laughs> and I'm about to paraphrase he or she, uh, you can't – the only way you can miss something is that you know it's going to end. Like, you know, like nobody misses traffic when they get out of traffic. It's like, <laughs> oh, thank God, I got out of traffic, you know. But, I, like, if you 
if you know you're going to miss something when it's over, that's how you know it was important to you. And I think what we saw this season, whether it was in Boston, whether it was in Minnesota, whether it was in you know LA for both teams, whether it was in Portland or wherever, I think we all saw that like people really appreciated who Dwayne Wade was. Like this was a guy that played through God knows how many injuries. This was a guy that. Uh, obviously, he won the title in 2006. This was a guy who was, you know, directly responsible for helping form one of the most impactful uh, basketball teams of all time, both from like an on-court perspective and a cultural perspective, which were the big three Miami Heat. And, you know, once you start to realize that the end is closer than the beginning, that's when you really start to realize like, okay, I need to, I need to give this guy flowers while he can still smell him during his playing career. And that was literally the reason I wanted to do this, because I think he's one of the greatest players of all time. I said in the piece, I think he's the, you know, some some Miami fans will say he's number two, but I said I think he's the greatest <laughs> shooting guard of all time, not named Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant. And when I told him that, he even he was like, wait, wait a minute. I don't, I don't know if I deserve that much praise. I was like, well, you do, and you're going to get it. And that's exactly how I feel. I think this is one of the greatest players of all time. And we just saw one of the greatest, if if not at least the greatest farewell tour uh, of my lifetime. In better than Kobe's? Way. Better than Kobe's? I'm going better than Kobe's. Yeah, I mean, I I think, well, obviously Kobe's last game. Because we, yeah. we all remember that. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, yeah. there's a lot. But the, But the totality of it all, like, I think people. I think people recognize back in like November and December, like okay, I I need to get on board with you know what Dwayne Wade is selling and what this is like. I, I in, in my opinion, this is just my humble opinion, and I know people in LA will probably stone me for this, but no, I I do think it it was. I think we could appreciate it more from the beginning to the end, and this is no knock on Kobe Bryant. I just said I think he's the greatest shooting guard of all time, not named Michael Jordan. So I, I don't know how much praise I can give somebody after saying that. So, uh, yeah, I, I would I would say it's the greatest one of my lifetime. Granted, John Elway went out with uh, a Super Bowl, but this this was different. So, triple, triple double yeah, I go with D-Wade. With his brother yeah. hitting the shot to, to give him that triple-double. So I love the quote that you have from Udonis in your story where Udonis talks about Dwayne, and he says, this is the happiest I've ever seen him. I'm living through mm-hmm. him and his happiness. I'm enjoying this all as a friend. Real friends enjoy seeing their friends happy. For you need to say that, uh, considering that, I mean, they've reached a mountaintop three times together and considering everything that they've been through on and off the court, for him to say that in an age 37 season where they're, if they know that they're not contending, they're fighting for an eighth seed. For him to say that, to me, it was like kind of the standout, one of the standout things of your piece is like, damn, like, He's he's really okay with it all ending. Yeah, and and honestly, when he uh, I actually he actually said that when we were in uh, Milwaukee, yeah. um, for obviously his last game in Milwaukee, which was very personal for him, given the Marquette connection. I think when he said that, it wasn't to say that you know 2006, 2012, 2013, when they won their three titles together, he wasn't happy during then. But I think during those three years, he had a lot more to compartmentalize during those seasons, especially during 2012 and 2013. Like, those were, like, the peak, like, big three years when either you loved the Miami Heat or you absolutely wanted to see them, no pun intended, you know, crash and burn, you know? So I think he had a lot more to, like, really think about during then. But now in 2018, 2019, 
he really got a chance to see Dwayne Wade, you know, completely happy. His his career was already set in stone. His legacy was already solidified. You know, he you know he and his wife had a new daughter this year. Uh, his sons are getting older. Like his, his oldest son Zaire is like really looking at college. He's really looking forward to doing, uh, you know, serving those parental roles that you know being a professional athlete sometimes just doesn't allow you to do during you know the ins and outs of the season. So when you can see your friend completely happy, completely at peace with, with whatever their decision is, I thought I thought you know UD's comment when he said that was very very poignant. And I'm um, glad it stuck out because it stuck out to me when he said it. No, I mean, it, it was it was a great quote. Uh, and and everybody, go to the Undefeated right now, read the story. Justin goes to Milwaukee, New York, and Miami to highlight three of Dwayne's most important games ever in his career. And if you're a Dwayne Wade fan, uh, you're going to want to check that out. It's exceptional. Justin, I wanted to know if, if Dwayne ever gave you any idea of what he's going to do after his career. Like, do we, yeah. do we know? Well, nah, he, he's... He, he, he was like a poker player in that in that regard. He, close he to the kept vest. that stuff very close. Yeah, close to the vest. Now, obviously, what he did say was uh, his wife Gabrielle Union. That's the most competitive person that he knows, and that that says a lot considering the fact that he's played high level basketball for sixteen seasons. And with LeBron James, you know, his wife. <laughs> yeah, with, with LeBron James, he played with Shaq. He's played against Kobe. He's played against all these great competitors that we all fashion in our head. And he said the the greatest competitor he knows, and I thought it was a beautiful, beautiful quote, was it, it was his wife. Now, granted, when he retires, his wife is technically, technically not technically, his wife is going to still be working. She's still, she's still going to be filming TV primary shows, bread movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The prim- I mean, the primary breadwinner. And so he was like, look, I got to, I got to remain competitive. I got to remain active in whatever fashion he decides to do whether that be entertainment whether whether that be philanthropic work whether that be both of them he he knows he's gonna have to he's got to bring it because you know he's gonna be looking at another person and then his wife that like she's gonna be bringing it every day so he knows he has to so he didn't lay out exactly what he wants to do but I'm pretty sure very soon we'll we'll figure out what D-Wade wants to do and it, it won't be a long time before we figure that out. Justin you were you were you were here last night um you were yep. at the you were at the arena. Um, I think Miami gets a really bad rap for its sports townness. I think some of it's earned, um, but I think Bomani Jones today on High Noon said it best that if you don't think Miami is a sports town, uh, just ask somebody what they think of Dwayne Wade down here. And I just kind of wanna you know I wanna I wanna ask you like you see that and think what of this town that has a slightly earned reputation of sports apathy for see them get there on, you know, we're as a, as a, as a Colombian millennial, I know what it's like to have parents that are late to everything. Um, that, <laughs> and despite a train being broken on Northwest a street, that somehow that place was filled by tip off uh, like capacity. And I, I don't know like how, how you felt the community received. And just to me, that was like, that's huge because I love my city. Oh man, and I, I, look. Obviously, we all know the, the the stereotype about oh Miami fans. They don't really fill the arena to like the second quarter or whatever the case may be. Well, that's actually no true. It's true. Yeah, it's true. It is true. I've, I've, I've seen it on TV. <laughs> I've seen it on TV. I remember watching the Big Three era. I'm like, wait a minute, this is like a playoff game, and like the the arena is like half full. Like I know Miami's a great city and it's a fun city and all, but and, and I say all that to say, 
I had no doubt in my mind that that city would show up and show out for D-Wade's last home game. Uh, it, it didn't shock me. I knew when I was walking to the arena and I had to get out, you know, uh, probably about like a half mile, maybe like 0.7 miles from the arena because I was in my Uber and we were just technically, not technically, we were in gridlock traffic. And I was yeah. like, all right, I'll get out. I'll get out now and I'll just start walking. And I really wanted to get out just to gauge, you know, what the community felt like, what was going on, what people were talking about. And w- once I got up on American Airlines, I was like, wow, like, this is, an- this is amazing. And it was exactly what I thought it was going to be because I know how much that city, re- how much your city respects Dwayne Wade. And I know, I-, I know how much Dwayne Wade respects that city. So I knew it was going to be uh, a mutual thing. He was going to go out and try to give, Miami, everything he had in his last home game, and that city was going to be there to, to root him on to the very, very end. So it it didn't it didn't shock me, and I agree with Bomani in the sense like, yeah, you can say whatever you want to about you know people showing up whenever they want to for a game, but one thing you cannot doubt, one thing you absolutely cannot doubt is that city's love for Dwayne Wade and Dwayne Wade's love for that city. And Justin, last thing before we let you go, do you think Dwayne understood the totality of what the city felt for him because like I said even last night I've lived here all my life I'm I'm 26 I've been here and I I love my city more than anything even I was a little surprised I I think he knew but I also think you never really realize the importance of something until you get to the end and I think that's in any walk of life you try to tell yourself to remain present be in the moment and do all those type of things and just like really you know, understand what love is in real time. And and as humans, we try to do our best to do that. But I think there, there, there's a, a personal human element in the fact that, like, when something is over or is coming to an end, that's when we really start to see, like, the role, the role that it had in our lives. That's not to say that Miami took Dwayne Wade for granted or Dwayne Wade took Miami for granted because I don't think either one of those are true. But I just think, like, once you got to the end and, like, once you saw all those, tributes for him even before the game started and once you even when even when he sat on the bench after he got on got taken out of the game and like literally 10 seconds later the crowd is chanting we want Wade like I got goosebumps hearing that so I can't imagine being Dwayne Wade so I, I think last night was very very important I think it was very therapeutic for that city and for Dwayne Wade I wait wait I-, I have one more Justin did you cry yeah I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I I did I did choke up. Like it was it was Me like too, man. especially when yeah when when his son came out there and recreated the the Robbins oh. Illinois commercial. Like that was that was heavy. And I you know I remember I was in the hallway with with Dwayne after the game, and he was saying how much he did not want to cry in front of everybody. But he was like that almost got me. And I'm pretty. I think it got him. He said that almost got me. I think you can take <laughs> the almost out. Like because I'm like, dude, that's your son. That's your son, and I know I choked up, and I everybody on press row with me was like, "Ah, damn, man, this this is this is pretty big." And like when you got Obama sending you like a personal like a Bad personal ass, video man. tribute, like like just like that's how you know you've made an impact. Like that's how you know you've made an impact. And then then you know like Miami sends them off in in like royal fashion with the Paul Pierce chance last night. Like they those, <laughs> they were in the moment. They were in the moment. <laughs> like Miami did not. My, that was my first game uh, attending in Miami. Obviously, I've watched a ton of games on TV. 
But the Miami fans did not let me down. I knew Miami fans are like super petty, and I appreciated the petty. <laughs> the <So>. pettiest. <laughs> we brought it, man. We brought it. I, I'm, so, I'm so glad we brought it for you. Hey, Justin, man, we got to get you on again on the show. You have been awesome, man. Thanks so much for the shout out. Uh, even though we give Alf, uh, we, we give Alf a lot of grief, but man, we appreciate it. Thank you so much for the time. I know it's late. Uh, your content's the best. Remember to remember a trio of legendary knights with Dwayne Wade as he says goodbye to the NBA, Justin Tinsley of The Undefeated. Sure, you are the best. Hey, thank you so much. I thoroughly enjoyed this. Thank you so much, sir. Um, All right. So, yeah, guys, so that's, um, that's it kind of for our season, right? So the heat, the heat are out. Justin was amazing, by the way. That was, that was so good. Yeah, I, I didn't want to get into this while he was talking because you guys going back and forth there was great. But when he started talking about how the stadium's empty, I got such a slap in the face reminder about yes. the club last night because I went. Oh, so oh like, you did? So like five minutes after Dwayne was done talking, I was already in the club. And the amount of people that were already in that club, if you're wondering where all those lower level people are half of them are in the club the other half Real five till we like, die, dog. it was packed I, I it was so packed i got uncomfortable and within like 10 minutes i was gone thanks but, for the invite by the way what a dick uh, it was not my invite to give i got invited to a t- somebody's table somebody cared enough oh look at oh, that and <laughs> you and your d-way jersey how many people in jerseys are in there uh i don't know there was a lot of uh, women in very tight black black pants and white shirts. Must be nice. <laughs> is that like a thing? <laughs> it, is, it is a thing. Um, everybody, thank you so much for for being with us for another season. We're going to still give you playoff coverage. Uh, we're going to give you exit interviews. We're going to give you all that good stuff. We're still going to be bringing you content once a week. But the heat season is kind of officially over. Um Man, it's been a it's been a huge year for us, man. I mean, we've you know everybody here has covered a game and, and events. Alex has been talking to Shaq and Udonis. Uh, Brian covered the Orlando game. Christian did an amazing piece on on Rich, uh, Spolster's former assistant, and and he got to cover the game. Like everything that we've done this season, from All Star Weekend to everything, uh, man, it's it was a huge year for us. And uh, I know I speak for myself and for Brian, you know, we've worked man so hard since 2012 to make this all happen. And everyone on staff, man, uh, from Alex to Christian to Kate, to Lauren, to Genna, to Alf, to, to Nikias, uh, I'd Leif if I already said him, uh, to Jack, to brass, to everybody that has a hand in heat beat. And of course to five reasons, cause this was our first full season with them and to everything that Ethan and Chris, uh, Whittingham has done for us. I mean, what, you know, Ethan has, has really done a lot for us. And, man, Ethan, I know if you're listening, I know you're listening at your job to this. And uh, we appreciate it, man. We appreciate everything you've done for this season and to the listeners and all, everybody that reads our content and everything. Make sure we have stuff still on heatbeatmiami.com. We have an article dropping tomorrow. One of our newest writers has something coming. Uh, we have fivereasonsports.com where you can check out my latest piece about Dwayne Wade and his connection to the Latinx millennial community in Miami, how he built a basketball culture from the ground up with this generation. Uh, so please check that out. I, I really enjoyed that super personal piece for me. I know Christian has something up there about the Heat's March, although that's kind of obsolete at this point. I'm, I'm going to have something on the whole season soon. So, so Chris, Chris is, is bringing content. So we all we all have content for you guys oh, on. Mark's on is so great. Chris is the best man. Um, and I, I'm rambling at this point, but I man, it's been another season in the books, guys. Another season in the books, boys. 
He got Shout the first pick. Well, now the real season begins. Tank season, baby. Woo, Brian won. <laughs> I got the first pick. Oh, that, that was Shout good. out to Heat fans for booing Derek Jeter. <laughs>